Hey, welcome to the Gateway Leadership Podcast. It's me, David Canastrazy. Today, um, we're going to continue this leadership conversation that we've been having. Leadership begins with a burden. It doesn't begin with a book on leadership. It begins in your heart. Whatever that ministry is or whatever that calling is that you have, it's going to come from the inside out. And so framing this whole discussion with the word burden, which I hope doesn't uh, scare you. I hope that's not a scary word. Burden, having a burden from God is not a burdensome thing. It's a beautiful thing. And your burden, your God-given burden is the why of your leadership. It's the reason you do what you do. Hopefully, you are driven from a God-given passion, desire, and burden that uh, comes from the Lord. I've had burdens uh, just like you have over the years, different projects that I've wanted to do, different teaching series that I felt just, you know, just that feeling of being compelled. I'll never forget the call uh, to to become a missionary and that whole three, four-year process in my life and my wife's life. It began on the inside and it took us somewhere. Burdens will do that. They'll take you somewhere. I remember having a, a burden one time to start a pastor's network in our city and I started that network and called pastors together and it was amazing how the Lord worked with us and our team and putting that together. That network is still alive, still ministering to pastors. What's your burden? What is, what is the burden that's on your heart? It says a lot about where God wants to take you and, and what is ahead for you. Burdens are forecasters. They're bellwethers of your future. The last couple of podcasts, we talked about how Jesus wants to take away our unmanageable ungodly burdens. He said, hey, cast your burden on me. Give me your burden and I'll take that away from you. He wants to take away the sin, the guilt, uh, the religion, the obligation, uh, the depression, discouragement. And then he wants to slip something else in that place onto our shoulders. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden, my burden is light. There's a lot there. The Lord is carrying a burden. He wants to share that burden with you, but you don't have to be afraid of it. It's a, it's a light thing. In fact, it's a life-giving thing. And this so relates to the whole issue of prayer. I sometimes call this topic supernatural prayer burden because, you know, prayer is a big piece of where leadership begins. And so much begins when we pick up the burden of prayer. And burden is prayer language anyway. It's a, it's a burden that I'm feeling right now. I believe in this hour, the Holy Spirit is going to call so many people to an increased place of prayer. And I think we need more conversation about the supernatural prayer burden. It's, it's got to become a passion for us as leaders. Now, in our previous episodes of this podcast, we also defined what a burden is. And, and we looked at seven levels of spiritual desire, and uh, we put burdens into proper perspective. On today's podcast... I want to ask you this question. What are you carrying for the king? That question is based on one of the most amazing stories in all of Scripture. And if you have a Bible, I'll read it to you. If you don't, it's Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Let's take a, a minute or two. Let me read this passage to you. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you about the origin. Where does a, where does a burden come from? The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. Now it happened in the month of Chislev, in the 20th year, as I was in Susa, the citadel, that Hanani, 
one of my brothers came with certain men from Judah. And I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped and survived the exile and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the remnant there in the province who had survived the exile is in great trouble and shame. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and the gates are destroyed by fire. Verse 4, as soon as I heard these words, now here's the burden part. As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. And I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, and this is his prayer, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keeps his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open and hear the prayer of your servant that I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We've acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, and the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to a place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people. Nehemiah's prayer continues, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name and give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. He ends his prayer session, chapter 1. He says, Now I was the cupbearer to the king. Now there, there's, a, there's a lot here in this passage about picking up the burden and how you get a burden and how you actually... Nehemiah went on to become one of the great leaders in all of history. What he accomplished in the amount of time that he accomplished is unbelievable. But it all began with a burden. It all began with his heart being moved and touched. And that was the beginning of his leadership. But he ends this account of how he obtained his burden. He says, now I was a cupbearer to the king. And I thought about that phrase. He was a cupbearer to the Persian king that he was serving. Remember, he was in exile away from Israel. He was used to carrying something. He was used to carrying something for a king. He was used to bearing something. And now God says to him, Nehemiah, I want you to carry something for me. I'm your true king. I want you to carry something for me. And so the question of the podcast, what are you carrying? And what are you carrying for the king? Think about how Nehemiah's burden developed. Let me give you a few stages in this from this passage here. First, he he hears something. He hears a report of trouble and shame and brokenness and destruction of something holy, something valued, something so close to his heart. It came before him and a focus developed in his life. Nehemiah has a revelation. I mean, it. he hears something. And I think leadership and ministry really begin when we hear 
about a circumstance, a situation that's got to change. It's no, it's not okay for this to continue the way it is. Somebody's got to do something. And we begin by hearing something either from people or hopefully from the Lord. We hear something and then he feels something. He goes to great lengths to describe his emotions here. He sat down and he wept for days. Nehemiah was an emotional man and he, he felt it deeply. That's the language of burden. You know, burden is a feeling. It's, I know we all like to be intellectual. <laughs> I, know, I know we like to be smart and have management and all of these things. But ultimately, you know, leadership is not the work of a technocrat. Leadership is the work of somebody who feels something. He's heard something. He feels something. There's a passion there. And then the third thing is he prays into what he's hearing and feeling. So Nehemiah prays from verse 5 all the way to verse 11. By the way, this is the first of 12 prayers in Nehemiah, who in, in the book of Nehemiah. Now, this guy was a phenomenal leader. And I sometimes wonder, where are the teachings for leaders on prayer? We know how to write sermons. We know how to manage. We know how to lead a staff meeting. We know how to hire and fire. And we know how to do all these things. Where are the podcasts? Where are the books? Where are the, where are the leadership materials on prayer? That's a passion that I have. And I think you're going to hear on the Gateway Leadership Podcast, you're going to hear my heart for prayer and intimacy with Jesus, which I think that doesn't make me better than another leader. But I think maybe I can talk about something that I don't hear being talked about enough in the material of our day. Nehemiah was not only a leader, he was an intercessor. He felt it and he took it to God 12 times in his book. He prays and he knows when he gets to a certain point, just like you, when you get to a certain point in your leadership, you can't go any further. That's when you really begin to pray. All leaders should be intercessors. Not all intercessors are leaders, but all leaders should be intercessors because Jesus was an intercessor and we're called to live like him. Nehemiah focuses on the greatness and faithfulness of God. I'm just going to talk to you for a minute about his prayer. It was vertical how great God is and who he is. And I want to encourage you, stay focused on the greatness of God. Stay vertical with him. He was persistent. I mean, it says that he prayed day and night. I mean, Nehemiah knew how to go after something. He was confessing his sin, and that's so important for us. I, I, I was confessing some sin this morning to the Lord. I, I think we got to stay real with God. And it's powerful, too, because he was removing the legal ground of the enemy confessing his sins in detail, making sure the enemy couldn't mess up his leadership calling. Wow, there's a lot there. And of course, he's praying the promises of God. You look at that prayer and it's unbelievable. He's quoting Moses and he's quoting the prophets and he's saying, Lord, you said, and he's standing on the word of God. The word of God reveals the will of God, which is so powerful in prayer. There's a lot in this form of intercession, which we'll look at in future podcasts, but let me give you the fourth piece of where Nehemiah got his burden from. We read the story. We saw that he felt something and he heard something and he prays into what he's hearing and feeling. But here's the fourth piece. He becomes a spiritual cupbearer for the true king. Now Nehemiah transitions from somebody who's serving a secular purpose, somebody who's serving a, a peripheral purpose, a king in Persia, and now 
he begins to serve his true king, who says to him, Nehemiah, in essence, I want you to carry something for me. I have an assignment for you, and this burden that you're feeling, this thing that's on your heart, this emotional thing, this is not going to stop until you accomplish the mission. And this is where Nehemiah goes into a, a transition, and he begins to serve the king as never before. Burdens develop and come into our lives in the same way as Nehemiah. We're really no different. They, they come into our lives. We, we see something. We hear something, something that we haven't seen maybe before or, or heard before. Or maybe we hear it in a new way, see it in a new way, and it just lands in a certain way. It's a, it's a recognition of a current condition, a need, something that's got to change. And it's something maybe that we haven't felt. But to do something that we haven't done, we begin to feel what we've never felt and see what we've never seen. And we begin to pray as we've never prayed and work as we've never worked and live as we've never lived. And that's the birth of leadership. That's the birth of a burden. We start leaning into it, praying into it, studying into it, pushing into it. And as we do, we start to carry something for our King, King Jesus. Just before I close the the podcast, let me share with you four types of burdens that we can receive. You may be wondering, well, what would be an example of a kind of a burden that I could receive? Let me give you at least four. First, there's a burden to seek God. And I think, uh, I think right now where we're at in this prophetic moment of time, God wants to give us a burden, all of us in the body of Christ, leaders and followers. And we need a burden to seek God, to experience something. We have a deep thirst and a hunger for God. The psalmist said, when you said, seek my face, I said, Lord, your face will I seek. That's the birth of a burden to seek God. Do you have a burden to seek God? Do you feel him drawing you close as a leader, close as a person? You know, it's a burden to seek the Lord. Then there's a burden to intercede, to pray something. A burden to seek God would be to experience the love of God. But a burden to intercede is to pray something. And, and boy, you just care about that generation. You care about those people. You, suddenly you've got this prayer burden, a supernatural prayer burden. There's a burden to prophesy. You know, all the Old Testament prophets, uh, they got their words from God. And they would, they would start off by saying, the burden of the Lord came to me. They would name a city or a country. And they would say, the burden of the Lord for Israel, the burden of the Lord for Moab, the burden of the Lord for Samaria, or I was alone on the Lord's day and the burden of the Lord came, took hold of me. That's prophecy language. You know, if you and I as leaders say what we say out of routine, it just doesn't go anywhere. But when we prophesy, when we say what we're saying, talk, our talk and our language comes out of something we feel so deep inside. Now we are truly leading in a supernatural way. And finally, there's a burden to serve, a burden to do something. I mean, Nehemiah got busy. He he started building that wall. He started gathering the materials and he got the job done and he got it done in 57 days. One of the great miracles of the Old Testament. He encased that whole wall in 57 days. What's your burden? Is it missions? Is your burden uh, children? If you're a leader like me, you've got several burdens cooking at the same time. You know, get in touch with that burden, that burden to serve, to make a difference, to see something that's got to change. Well, the burden right now in my heart is to see 
hundreds and hundreds of people come to Christ. I have a burden to see hundreds and hundreds of people uh, come into a prayer life to really begin to experience prayer, to pray as Jesus prayed. I mean, really to pray like Jesus prayed. Amazing. That's the burden of my heart, and that's going to take some time. What's your prayer? What's your burden? Pay attention to it. Lean into your burden. You know, think about it. Study into it. Think into it. Talk to God about the passion of your heart. Don't don't suppress it. Don't stuff your burden down and say, well, you know, I don't have time for this. Let the passion of God rise up in you, and it'll guide you. It will develop your leadership life. Burdens are supernatural. They're essential. Uh, they're a part of leadership, and God wants you to have a burden. He wants you to carry something for the king. Will you do it? I'm going to pray. I love to pray with you on this podcast. I'm going to pray with you. Let me pray with you for the burden that is on your heart, the thing that you are carrying the king. It could be a prayer burden. It could be a missions burden. It could be a burden to build a strong church. Whatever it is, I'm going to pray. Lord, I'm asking right now for every one of my listeners, in whatever time they hear this, that you would drop a burden down on them, Lord, that comes so directly from your spirit. That burden will guide them. They'll accomplish great things. And they'll do it in amazing time frames, Lord. Give us all that ability like Nehemiah had to be a cupbearer for you and to carry the burden of your heart, Lord. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I, I had a good time sharing this with you. I, I hope you enjoyed the, the podcast, and I look forward to connecting with you again next time. Gateway Leadership Podcast is here for you. Let's continue the conversation about the supernatural prayer burden and leadership. Until next time, keep moving forward no matter what because you are inspiring transform lives. Thank you for listening to the Gateway Leadership Podcast with David Kenneth Tracy, inspiring you to lead in every area of life. We'll be releasing a new episode every month, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Gateway City Church is one church that meets in multiple cities. To find us or to learn more, visit mygatewaycity.church. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you right here next month.